Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. We of course uh, have been following very closely the story of the tunnels. This this whole, the, much of our fear, much of our our anxiety around this war relates to the tunnels because we we it, it's fighting a war that is very very hard to know. And uh, we think of the soldiers going into a place where we don't know where those openings of the tunnels are, or we or we think we don't. Uh, it makes it obviously a very very dangerous situation. We wanted to chat this morning to Mike Ben Avi. He's a former Israeli police and IDF member. He's a researcher on counterterrorism, and we wanted to get a little bit more of a sense as to how the IDF can manage and how are they managing this. Uh, Mike, a very very good morning. Thank Thanks for joining us once again. How are you doing? Good morning, Howard. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. So this this obviously is known. This going in, this was known to be a massive, massive problem um, and a massive challenge because you're fighting you're fighting an enemy in their own turf, but in a very complex uh, physical landscape. Uh, yes, um, this is the major major challenge. If you would, I mean, coming in there, fighting in the most crowded, um, hostile area in the world, and to know that you have, uh, well, people need to know there are two Gazas. There's mm-hmm. the Gaza underground, we call it, and there's the Gaza that you know, above the ground, which both house terrorists, but the tunnel network is something that's been uh, going on there for years. In fact, Hamas uh, invented this doctrine. I mean, ISIS and other terror organizations learned that from Hamas. It all started with uh, smuggling tunnels. They used to uh, build those tunnels close to the Egyptian borders. That's where you have all the weaponry that Hamas possesses now. And then uh, they moved to two other types of tunnels. There are the tunnels that are the offensive ones, those who were dug um, all the way to Israeli um, kibbutzim around the Gaza, just the same kibbutzim, the same towns and villages that were attacked on October 7th. So these tunnels were uh, luckily in the past few years discovered, and there is an underground barrier, like a very high-tech, um, some sort of a barrier underground to block these tunnels from penetrating Israel. But now we're talking about the tunnels that Hamas used to abduct Israeli citizens, to run their operations, to go underground. And for people to know, these are not just little tunnels. I mean, these tunnels were dug for years. Some of them... According to your publications, are over 500 kilometers long, and the whole Gaza is not even 500 kilometers, not even close. But there's so many tunnels that that split to other tunnels that they go under bunkers and under mosques and under civilian infrastructures. So it's very very hard under fire to spot all these entries, and and not only that, but then you need to go in there. And, and clean that area from terrorists. But now we have another problem. We have about 230 some mm. hostages that are held in these tunnels, most likely, which makes the, the mission difficult. Now to your questions, there are many, many technologies. Some of them I cannot really discuss, but, um, they use uh, attack dogs to go in there. They use robots to go in there and, and get a, you know, a clear picture of what's going on underneath. But it's a challenge. There's very few, if any, militaries are capable of dealing with when you have in such uh, such type of war, 
Yeah, do we know what the conditions of the tunnels are? Because with all of the bombings and we're reading about the entrances being blocked, we know that the quality of the air, given all of the bombings, must be very, very poor underground. Uh, it's certainly not designed for a month of sustained, uh, sustained bombings, I'm sure. Yeah, well, in fact, I mean, these these tunnels are used as bunkers. Some of them are dug deeper than bunkers. And for people need to know, for the past, wow, I want to say 15 years or more, Hamas has been using children to work around the clock, and adults, but mostly children due to their size, to be able to dig those tunnels so deep, and they're reinforcing concrete, all the materials and all the money, most of the money, millions of dollars a year that go to Gaza, the majority of it is used for either arms uh, for terrorism or for the tunnels. The tunnels are a project. It's, it's a huge engineering project. I wouldn't even underestimate it at all because it's so deep in the ground. And what the IDF is doing is using um, bunker buster bombs, especially according to intelligence, to where the entry points are. Because here's the thing. You can bomb all you want, but very, very few bombs can do really damage to these tunnels, and that's what they're challenged. Now, the thing with the hostages makes it even way more complicated. There have been ideas of flooding them with seawater and see what happens or or doing all type of things, but I think that as we speak, the IDF is trying to map all these tunnels according to intelligence, and I think the only way to do it is to go down there and, and, and you know, and, and fight and eliminate them. But it's a challenge. It's a challenge because if it was that easy, I mean, it could have been solved a long time ago. And, and they're dug very, very, very deep underground. I mean, very deep. And, um, like I said, to fight these tunnels, you have to be on the ground, boots on the ground, finding them physically. And that's what we did in, in prior operations, but I think that that's in this war we're going after all of them. I was just going to ask you that because when was it? Was it 2014? I, I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. when it was mm-hmm. that, that Israel actually went in as well to destroy a lot of the tunnels. And my impression then was that, that we had pretty much started them, you know, set them right back to the beginning. That obviously wasn't the case. No, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. But 2013, the operations was very limited. The IDF troops on the ground were mostly in the northern Gaza Strip. Right now, we are in the heart of Gaza. So the uh, operations against the tunnels was pretty much to prevent tunnels from penetrating Israel and to prevent the terrorists to just come out of nowhere and kill Israeli soldiers. And in fact, we had in 2014 a so-called humanitarian ceasefire, just like they're trying to do now, and Hamas took advantage of that time to just sneak out of the tunnels, kill some of our soldiers, and kidnap uh, Adar Golding and Aron Shaul, which are you know the, the bodies of the two soldiers. And the IDF were exactly uh, they were just the operation of trying to deal with one tunnel, and then some other tunnels popped and they come out, came out and took the soldiers and took him down there. But it was very limited. We have to understand. You're talking about some people even say thousands of kilometers of just a, a maze of tunnels. And the thing is, is that the main, you know, the main chamber of these tunnels is located under hospitals. So if you really want to do damage to the main chamber, you have to use hospitals. Now, why do they, Gazans, why do Hamas asking for, mm. for petrol, for gas, all the time, for fuel? Mm. Mm. They want fuel so they can vent, they can use generators in order to vent. And, and you had a good point. You can't breathe underneath there for long. You can't 
you can't really survive there for a long time unless you have some sort of uh, uh, um, generators or something of that kind to give you filtration to, to, to cool or heat food. And right now they don't have it and they want it. So I think that the idea for right now is, uh, is, is using an approach of maximum pressure on these terrorists to make them want to come out. And some of them do come out. They can't do it anymore. You know, I read something yesterday mm. that IDF troops that are on the ground in the heart of Gaza are hearing. They're hearing sounds of, of people underneath are screaming that they're suffocating, that they can't do it anymore, like Hamas terrorists. So I think that, the, the, I mean, the pressure is working. It's all a matter of time and, and how much time the international community will provide Israel with in order to deal with it because it's going to be a long time dealing with all these tunnels. I'm talking months. The Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant just last night said it might even take years. Mm. And it's only because of these tunnels. Unbelievable. That is where we leave it. Fascinating conversation. Thank you for that, Mike. Uh, Mike Ben-Avi, former Israeli police IDF member, researcher in counter-terrorism. Wishing you a Shabbat Shalom.